we are celebrating six years of excellence all month long what it is guys it is your boy coach and yeah you see that that, that that's no g intro right there that, that's right what it is guys you remember, you remember, you remember what it is guys days what it is guys this i remember those days i remember that was like three years ago <laughs> It is your boy, Co-Train. Welcome to the Train Talks Podcast. We are celebrating six years all month long. And the first podcast that I want to talk about is going to be the longest podcast of the six-year anniversary. It is the story of the original season seven. What would have happened if me and my cousin booked Raw and SmackDown this season? We're going to go through everything for the entire season. What would have happened? What would have changed? What I would have been doing for the main championships only. And some characters we would have developed going into season seven. How would this would have changed the draft? How would the rosters have been different? We'll go over all those key details here in this podcast. Thank y'all so much for the last six years. It's been fun. As I'm recording this, we are just three days away from six years of YouTube. I got a lot coming in the coming days, including a a Universal episode. We also are getting closer to CTP SummerSlam as well. A lot is going down, so I hope you guys are here for the ride. As we're going to be celebrating all month long. There will not be a single single day we're not celebrating. Every day will be a celebration. Of the six year anniversary. Including a video on the day of the anniversary. Like we always do every single year. We're going to be going down memory lane. And thanking everybody. That has helped us over the last few years. Thank y'all so much for all of your consistent support. On the Train Talks podcast. Even though you haven't gotten a podcast in a long long time. That's my fault. But this summer we're going to try to be a little bit more consistent got a lot of news going on especially in the gaming world that i will i've been teething on covering so look out the next few weeks will be busy for this podcast with that out of the way the intro out of the way let's get right into it six years of excellence let's talk about it as you know the original season seven this will be a theory where i did not go with the mode that i went with uh in season seven so, you guys remember, season seven was, I was taking my step back season. I'm not booking the majority of the shows. I'm booking about maybe about 50% of each, 50% of the shows with Raw and SmackDown. Not, probably not even that. Maybe less than 30% uh, with Raw and maybe a little bit, uh, about, I'll say about 35, 40% of SmackDown has my influence on it. Um, so, think, so, guys, um, we have the original mode was to expand the team and split it into parts. Have a Raw Booker, SmackDown Bookers, and NXT Bookers. Um, that included Expert Gaming, Picky Eleven at the time, uh, and many, many others that were. It was two. It was two Hornet Killer, etc. It was two people per brand, and then that turned into three. Then that turned into now about four four people are on one brand booking as of right now. So um 
that expansion really helped us um, and expand our storytelling to have more creative minds on it with all the approval at the end of the day coming through me. I, they just write, I approve, and we go from there. And including that helped us with production as they started producing things as well. In this scenario, this does not happen. I still have control over AA everything raw and SmackDown with my cousin. Obviously, my cousin's writing SmackDown like he like he did in uh like like he did Raw in season six when I took SmackDown in season six. We always flip flop brands. Season seven was gonna be me on Monday night raw, and he was going to write Friday night SmackDown in season seven. NXT will still will still have its original team that it had in season six. In this scenario, they do not disband at all. They still stay the same. And everything that were that was going to happen going into season seven with NXT will stay the same. How that changes is that Super Kid Gaming does not join us. In this scenario, Super Kid Gaming is not a part of CTP. Because Mark Mark would not have left. Um, he would still be on the team. He will still have his storylines that he wanted. Um, everything will still be under NXT controlled under Mark. Because the reason why Superkick Gaming came in, because Mark wants to take a break. Because a lot of people were coming in and he felt like it was his time to step back. Uh, because, because it's his time to step back and focus on other projects. This would not have happened because Mark would have stayed. He would have still been a part of NXT if he would have left. More than likely, Superkick probably would have still come into the mold, but... It would have been later on down the line than it would have been originally. Um, because he only came in because of the Season 17 idea. Without that, Mark Stigler would have been rolling and, and J&W would have been on a co-writer of NXT like he was originally. Now, there is some news on J&W that has not been revealed yet that you will find out after NXT TakeOver Atlanta. But JW in this scenario still would have had his original run like he is supposed to, like he's having currently in season seven, which will be announced later on this year. What's going on with him? Um, so that is the landscape. How does Raw and SmackDown change? A lot changes. First off, WrestleMania Las Vegas in this scenario still remains the same. Every winner, every Every booking decision still stays the same. Every match that was produced by etc. etc. still stays the same. WrestleMania does not change. Something changes within WrestleMania, but WrestleMania itself is still the same show that it was um, going in. This is where things change with the WWE draft. Notably, King Dar stays on NXT. King Dar does not move. The only reason why he moved was because Picky 11 picked him in the draft. Originally, I did not want King Dar leaving NXT at all. He was going to stay in NXT. So the World Heavyweight Championship um, would not move to um, SmackDown. It will it would have stayed on Monday Night Raw with WWE Championship staying on Friday Night SmackDown. This is a very, very contrast to where we're at in this Season 7 with the World Heavyweight title on SmackDown and the WWE Championship on Monday Night Raw. It would have been flip-flop and stayed originally the same way it was. So Finn Balor will be the WWE Champion on Friday Night SmackDown, and our World Heavyweight Champion will still be Drew McIntyre. He would uh, the, the, he would have um, stayed on Monday Night Raw, would have never moved. NXT would have kept 
King Dar. Ronda Rousey, this is a change as well, would not have went to Friday Night SmackDown. She would have stayed on Monday Night Raw. Sasha Banks would have stayed on Friday Night SmackDown as SmackDown Women's Champion. And Shayna Baszler would have never moved moved from NXT. Because the reason why is I did not want Shayna Baszler to move. I felt like she had an unfinished business. And she was just getting started as the NXT Women's Champion. So that does not um, change. Basically, the majority of the champions where you've seen after WrestleMania in Las Vegas stays the same. Nothing really changes um, like they change, um, you know, with um, uh, with the uh, current season seven. So that is the, the landscape. This changes the first exclusive pay-per-views a lot. And we will go through a little bit of them in just a few moments um a lot of things change with this season seven. First off my cousin would have given finn balor a run with the wwe championship um i guess we can spoil everything we're gonna go championship by championship i guess and that's how we're gonna do uh everything let's first start off with the world heavyweight championship first off the pay-per-view schedule let's do that first so Raw still would have hosted Vengeance. That would not have changed. Vengeance still would have been a thing that 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 was in the original cups. That is in the original season seven. Vengeance was always going to be a thing. That is still happening one hundred percent. A lot of things changed from this original Vengeance, and we'll go down. We'll break it down by championship. Backlash still would have been held for SmackDown. Uh, Judgment Day still would have been held for SmackDown. And Raw will still would have hosted Payback because it would have been easier for us to do Payback. As I still believe Expert Gaming would have came up with the idea of WWE Payback to me. Although he would not have been booking. Also, I still believe that Expert Gaming still would have been working with us. And probably eventually would have co-written Monday Night Raw with me. SmackDown probably, probably, or potentially Friday Night SmackDown. More than likely, based on what the rosters and what I'm about to tell you, um, he probably would have went to um, Friday Night SmackDown whenever we discuss every championship. I'm not going to go into full detail of how the roster would have been. That would, we would be here all day. I'm just going to break it down championship by championship. So strap in. Unforgiven still would have been hosted by WWE Monday Night Raw. Halloween Havoc uh, would have been the thing as well, etc., etc., etc. The only difference would have been the um, the last two Raw exclusive pay-per-views. Those would not have been hosted um, I cannot reveal those because that is current season seven um, plans. That would have been dramatically different. And SmackDown pay-per-views would have been dramatically different as well. I'll go over the original SmackDown uh, pay-per-view schedule. It's not what you think it's going to be. So the first three would have been staying the same. I will put in placeholders of names that I had came up with for Raw and SmackDown. For, for those Raw pay-per-views that I cannot say. Um, just yet, um, whenever we get to those things. First, I'll start with Vengeance. 
with the WWE with, with the WWE Championship. I'm yeah, yeah, that, that is correct. With the World Heavyweight Championship, I am so sorry. So Drew McIntyre, what would have happened at Vengeance with Drew McIntyre? Well, first off, McIntyre would have had a pretty, a pretty, pretty excellent um, show showing at at Vengeance. He would have celebrated like he originally did. He would have celebrated his celebrated his victory, um, and he. You know, being that top star, I would I would have built the show around Drew McIntyre. I, I would have done things that you thought that you thought would have been would have, would have been crazy. So, in this scenario, Drew McIntyre would have faced Johnny Gargano in the main event of Vengeance. Um, this would have happened because Johnny Gargano would have still moved to Monday Night Raw um, because I have plans on moving him for Friday Night SmackDown. Anyway. Um, that was still going to happen regardless where, you know, if, if he stayed or not. Um, he would, it would have been the main event of Vengeance would have been Drew McIntyre versus Johnny Gargano. How payback would have went, I would have done Drew McIntyre versus Buddy Murphy in the main event of payback because Buddy Murphy would have been built up the entire movie two months before payback and he would have challenged McIntyre for payback. And he would have lost in a losing effort. Both of those matches would have been 30 minutes plus between both of those two men. McIntyre it, it would would have reigned supreme, but Buddy Murphy would not be done with Drew McIntyre. That would have not been their last encounter for the season. Then we get to SummerSlam. What would have happened for with the with SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen? Um, it would have been Drew. McIntyre um, versus Andrade Cien Almas in the main event of SummerSlam. D- d- here's how this would have happened. JNW would had told me that he was really, really getting into Andrade and really, really liking what we would have done with him. I would have built up Andrade for the entire season. He would have beat guys like John Cena, Lars Sullivan, trying to finally taking him down, etc. Those top stars that we had in season six. And he would have challenged Drew McIntyre for the for the World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam, and he would have won. He would have beaten Drew McIntyre for the World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam, um, because Andrade would have been my center. He would have been my centerpiece of season seven for the main for for for, for, for Raw um, going forward. So that would that would would, would, would have happened with. Um, Andrade Cien Almas. Um, he would have won the championship, fought McIntyre in a rematch. It would have been a three stages of hell match, um, at Unforgiven, and he would have won once again. Now, here is where things get dicey. This is where Buddy Murphy comes into play. Buddy Murphy would have cashed in his money in the bank briefcase um after the matchup at unforgiven uh andrade would have retained his wwe championship buddy murphy would have won the money in the bank at SummerSlam, and he would have cashed in on andrade cinemas and won the wwe world heavyweight championship so buddy murphy is your new world heavyweight champion 
this would have continued where he would have had a matchup at Halloween Havoc and he would have won. And at Survivor Series, we would have still done Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT as originally scheduled. So I don't really want to get into Survivor Series because that is a little rocky. You guys can, based on the scenarios, you guys can picture how you would have thought that Survivor Series would have played out. Royal Rumble comes. Um, as you guys know, Drew McIntyre won. So this would have been a SmackDown guy winning the Royal Rumble. We, we, we will discuss the SmackDown main events whenever we get there. It's very, very, very interesting to see what would have happened with Finn Balor and, and the WWE Championship. What my cousin had planned. Um, that comes along. Andrade Cien Elements would have faced by that point Ricochet for the World Heavyweight, Heavyweight Championship. Ricochet would have went to Monday Night Raw as well and been a built up for a Ricochet versus Andrade Cien Elements um, program that would have been the game. And everything basically to culminate for WrestleMania would have been WrestleMania would not have been the original WrestleMania that we have planned. We would have been going to Phoenix. WrestleMania Phoenix night one um, would have been a triple threat. It would have been a triple threat match for the for the World Heavyweight Championship. Andrade, but Buddy Murphy versus Andrade Cien Almas versus Drew McIntyre for the World Heavyweight Championship it would have been built up. McIntyre would have won the Elimination Chamber to get his opportunity, and obviously, you know. Andrade would have was wrong from the cash in. He would have won his opportunity from there as well, and that would have been your main event of WrestleMania Night One, um, with a Phoenix Night One, that triple threat match, and we and I would have still would have had Buddy Murphy go over both of those guys to end the season. Buddy Murphy walks in to season eight, your WWE World heavyweight championship so as i promised you guys i was focusing on young talent and focusing on getting those guys over in season seven and that promise was fulfilled would have been fulfilled if in that scenario that would have been the world heavyweight championship title picture it would have been revolved around those three guys mcintyre still would have had a fantastic run he would have had awesome matches um in his world heavyweight championship reign um and had a wrestlemania main event to cap off another wrestlemania main event to cap off it which he would have got come up short as Buddy Murphy would have took the crown and ran with it within season number eight. So that is the World Heavyweight Championship uh, in this scenario. Now, where does the United States Championship go? So what, what, what happens with that? Well, the United States Championship, that stays on Monday Night Raw. So your United States Champion would, going after WrestleMania Las Vegas, um, would have been on Monday Night Raw. That it, it, that that wouldn't you know that thing would the Intercontinental Championship would have never went to Monday Night Raw. It would have stayed on Friday Night SmackDown. It would so the United States title would have been in my position because I wanted the United States Championship you know for my brand because I again I was booking the majority on Monday Night Raw. Um, and my cousin had SmackDown, so that's how we would just put it up. Uh, and I would have had the United States Championship. Now, if you guys remember, it was that amazing United States Championship reign. So our champion would have been Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, you know, he still would have been 
he still would have had his moment that he had at WrestleMania. He would have been the United States champion like he was in season seven, currently uh, when, when he went to Friday night's SmackDown. So Rollins would have went to um 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 Friday, uh, Monday Night Raw. Now, I know a lot of you guys are asking, but Buddy Murphy was the Intercontinental Champion um, going, was the Intercontinental Championship. So, how does he end up on Friday Night SmackDown and what happens to the Intercontinental Championship? Well, we, we, we will discuss that when we talk about the Intercontinental Championship. But, Zach Rollins still would have kept his championship. Um, this In this scenario, Jay White stays on NXT and he is the NXT North American Champion. He never touches Monday Night Raw in season seven in this scenario. He stays in NXT for the entire season. Uh actually not the entire season. Half of the season. I'll tell you guys what happens when we get to the rest of we get to the rumble. Alright. In this scenario, Seth Rollins, he will hold the United States Championship for a good minute. He goes through vengeance. He's still United States champion. Um he defeats um, Edge at Vengeance because Edge would have came back and would have wanted one more run with the uh, one more run at the top and he would have challenged Seth Rollins because he felt like Seth Rollins is one of the best uh, in, in the entire company. So how would that would have happened was Seth Rollins would have gotten into the head of Edge because um, I would have slowly but surely developed the Messiah character just like he is just like how he's doing on Friday Night SmackDown, similar path, but with a title this time instead of him not having anything at all. Um, I always wanted to do Cyclones versus Edge, and I always wanted to have Edge come back in a in, in a wrestling role, and this would have been my way to introduce him back into a wrestling role. Rollins would have won. He would have also went on to defeat Shinsuke Nakamura, and he would have beaten Isaiah Swerve Scott as well as I would have brought Isaiah Swerve Scott into the series. He would have beaten Isaiah Swerve Scott's. And SummerSlam, it would have been Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Now, you guys don't remember this. Roman Reigns was on a path to conquer and get back to the main event as I was slowly but surely building him back into a main event guy after his fall from grace in season four. So, he now moves on to the United States Championship. Roman Reigns is on, on, on Monday Night Raw. Roman Reigns would have defeated um, Seth Rollins here, and Seth Rollins' United States Championship reign would have come to an end at SummerSlam. And then Roman Reigns would have held the championship for the rest of the season, as uh, that would have been his introduction with the Tribal Chief gimmick, and he would have been ahead of the table as the United States. He would have called himself the head of the head of the United States of America with that with that uh, thing rolling on. Um, Roman Reigns would have at uh, his WrestleMania opponent would have been John Cena uh, for the United States Championship. Uh, uh, Cena would have tried to uh, take that championship back and win it. So, because that that was his prized possession, he wanted to become a ten-time United States Champion in the series, but he would have came up short, and Roman Reigns would have would have retained his United States Championship. So that is what happens with the United States Championship at WrestleMania uh, for, for, for the season seven. Obviously, you don't have all the drama that's going around with that championship. Walter obviously does not have it right now. 
like he has like he has it currently. Um, so that beautiful United States Championship reign where Walter would not have been, came into fruition because Walter again would have stayed in NXT because again Walter got drafted to Friday Night SmackDown originally. So um, that would have been very very interesting to see how that turned. I presume Mark told me at the NXT Takeover Phoenix, um, uh, the main event would have. Been Walter versus uh, Jay White for the NXT North American Championship, as um, Jay White would have held the NXT North American Championship for the entire season, and then Walter would have defeated him. Then, so I believe that was the original plan for the NXT North American Championship from what Mark told me in pitches that he was building towards NXT Takeover Phoenix. So. That would have been very interesting to see if that would have happened. Um, how production would have worked, probably. I would have been doing a lot of, lot of the show like I did at the beginning. But I still would have enlisted the help of Expert Gaming. Would Superkick be producing? Probably not. Because he would, again, he would have not have really been factored into CTP. Uh, because the only reason why he came was, again, he had that Season 7 initiative. But more than likely, Expert Gaming and JNW would have helped on production. And it would have been a lot of me, a lot more me than them, um, uh, as we do these days. Could that would have been a good thing? Probably, probably still would have been a good thing. Eventually, I would have learned how to do everything, I, everything that I wanted to do. Um, the crazy ideas probably still would have happened because again, I have a crazy mind of my own. So that would have been very, very interesting to see how that stuff would have played out. As well, um, well, there which WWE Championship. Here's why things get dicey. Um, with that, so remember how I said Walter Wood didn't went to NXT. So, in this scenario, Adam Cole is the WWE Champion. He's still on Friday Night SmackDown. So we would have gotten an Adam Cole versus Batista match. At Backlash in the main event, Adam Cole would have retained. Adam Cole would have faced every person in that in that fatal four-way for the WWE Championship one-on-one and would have beaten every single one of them. Batista would have been first because obviously Batista uh, was uh, one of the former uh, champions. So that would have went down um, and come the Royal Rumble since... Since um, SmackDown has it, the decision with my cousin would have had, he would have had Walter win the w- win the Royal Rumble, and he, w- he would have had Walter challenge Adam Cole for the, the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Phoenix, night two in the main events. Um, he stated that this was the best option because he would have traded for Walter. He would have sunk... Um, the Brotherhood, and you guys remember the majority of the Brotherhood, like Ricochet and them, they would have Ricochet would have split from them, but the rest of the Brotherhood that you guys had, and remember in season six, would have went to um NXT. Mark wanted them really, really badly at the beginning of the season, where I said he really couldn't have them, but my cousin still, my cousin would have sent them over. They would have been built up more majorly. Would have ran SmackDown for a bit, and then they would have been built up. And sent to sent to Friday Night Smack sent sent to NXT, 
and where they would where they would have factored in the plans. I'm not sure what they would have done, but they would have been sent to NXT and um Walter would have went to SmackDown and Walter would have won the Royal Rumble because it was SmackDown's turn to win the Royal Rumble. That's how we did the Royal Rumble. We 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 uh, a, a, a person from each brand won every other season. Uh whatever for whatever brand that we were controlling. So it was my cousin's turn, so SmackDown won the Royal Rumble, etc. etc. So that's how we did it originally. Um, so Walter would have won the Royal Rumble. Would have been very interesting. Buddy Murphy would have won the um he would have won the money in the bank. And how that would have happened was because Madden would have got that too. So remember how remember how Buddy Murphy was the NXT well, he was the Intercontinental Champion. So the Intercontinental title stayed on SmackDown. He would have lost the belt to Roderick Strong and then would have won the Money in the Bank afterwards and cashed in on the World Heavyweight Championship, as I stated earlier. So that would have happened. So a mid-card guy would have, would have lost his title and a few months later won the, won the Money in the Bank and cashed in on Raw, unpredictably at his finest. So that's what Roderick Strong... From what my cousin told me would have had a one-year intercontinental championship reign and would have retained at WrestleMania in a six-man ladder match. Uh, for what he told me. Undisputed Era with a majority ran SmackDown the entire season, holding all the gold uh from top to bottom, including the television championship, which would have been held by Biggie Langston, as originally he won the United Kingdom Championship on um Monday Night Raw in the original season seven. Big E probably would have never left the UE like he did, well, like like he has, because of Adam Cole betraying him on Friday night uh, on on Monday Night Raw this season. He would have probably stayed with them the entire season, running the television championship division, and probably absolutely decimating um, Bobby Roode at SummerSlam as Roode had taught until SummerSlam, and Big E would have taken it from him. It's very interesting to see what CTP would have looked like under me and my cousin from on SmackDown. How NXT would have been, you know, all all that would have and would have would what this would have that. Everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. You know, don't get me wrong. The Mark era was fun. It did what it had to do, and I appreciate everything that Mark has done. Mark was there for me when I needed the help the most. He was there for me, and my cousin. He worked diligently with us. Same for him and same for J and W. I they worked diligently with me, and I and I and I can just apply the work that they put in for us. You know how the women's storylines would have turned out for Ron SmackDown. Very interesting. I never got that far into writing. Um. But as I told you guys earlier, those champions probably would have stayed more than likely. Um, and everything else would have um, changed. So, you know, this original season seven, you know, it was my and I took that personally season, <laughs> you know, because I took all the feedback and everything that you guys discussed at the end of season six, and I wanted to fix those things 
going into season seven. So more than likely, the production value probably would have went up or dramatically than when than when what it is than what it was at the end of season six. Um, like I told you guys, talk like like I told you guys, um, Mr. Super K Gaming probably would not be working with us. I don't know. I, he probably would have came eventually. It would it would not have been immediately. He would have came in later. Um, what would have happened? I, you know, some lot of little behind the scenes things would have been different. Like, you know, you know, you know, my man Picky. I don't know if he would have would have joined or been a booker. He probably would have just been a, a, a fan. Same for um, Grip and all, all of them. I don't know because again they got in because of season seven. So I don't know if they would have been thing, been doing things with us. A lot of things would have been dramatically different if i would have just kept my original vision um i'm curious to see how you guys think of the original vision uh from what i told you guys what will we have planned for those championships um and where wrestlemania was going to be um from what you've seen from the current day season seven although i i like i said guys i think that from what i stated here i i truly believe that the right call was made by doing what I will be dead. You know what I'm saying? I really would have believed that. But if it did not happen, this would have been a very interesting um, feat to see how this stuff would have played out um, as we went along. But yeah, that is about it, folks. That is the story of the original, the OG season seven with me and my cousin if we booked raw and smackdown um you know that big question mark would have been what would happen to nxt again i don't know because mark officially took his break and and he and he took he stepped down at the beginning of season seven so we i don't know what would have been his big massive plan six seven months down the line with nxt we just don't we, we just don't know and we probably will never find out what his plans were i, I, I might could text him and i could get him on a podcast later on and we can discuss that you know you know we could talk discuss his thoughts on nxt and stuff like that that's one thing i wanted to do because i always wanted to get him back in contact with mark and see like you know um you know and you know, obviously, get him to make some more thumbnails when he when he starts commissioning again, and see his thoughts on season seven. You know, and like see what what, what he thinks of it and stuff like that. You know, I, I still follow him on Twitter. You know, he he's been one of my biggest he's he was one of our biggest inspirations. You know, um, he was there for us. You know, for years and. I just got to commend him for a excellent job. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did enjoy the story of the original season seven, let me know. Give us a rating on this video, our uh, video podcast. I would appreciate it so much. You guys are absolutely amazing at what you guys do. Make sure you guys watch this podcast, support this podcast. Like I said, we're celebrating the six-year anniversary all month long with podcasting and on YouTube with videos as well. So make sure you guys stay tuned and do you guys do, do what you got to do. So six years of excellence is going to be very, very intriguing to say the least. 
Other than that, I've been your host, Coach Train. Remember to be glorious at every single thing you do and be phenomenal or be forgotten. It's not just a saying, it is a way of life. We will see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out, y'all.